Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology live right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all, peace. We are live. We are in full effect. Of course, we are coming at you at a different time, an earlier time this week. Uh, so it's a special, very special broadcast. Um, <laughs> I say I'm so very thankful and glad to be back here with y'all another week. I say and uh, much honor, reverence, and respect to our righteous divine ancestors. And to Brother Ampu, thank you, thank you, thank you. We made it, y'all. It's May of 2016, so we've been on the air a year. And I was wondering what I should do um, uh, to celebrate. And (laughs) as it turns out, uh, you know, the spirit had something for me. So um, I'm not broadcasting from a remote beach location right this second, but I, the reason why I'm having to move the show up is because I am headed to the beach, y'all. So I had mentioned last week um, that one of my mama's babies, I said, if you're going to do five planets in retrograde, right, you know, uh, a cruise is a good way to go. One of my mama's babies is going to be cruising. And little did I know uh, that I would be, being uh, invited to go to the beach <laughs> for the next uh, little bit. So uh, that's why the show got moved up today and because um, I'll be traveling. And uh, it just worked out that way. I was mentioning my mama's baby, and here I go, you know, spending uh, time while five planets are in retrograde, being real introspective by the water with the sun, Gleaning and shining on me So I'm so very, very thankful I feel very privileged, honored, and blessed uh, To be able to live my dreams, y'all That's been my dream (laughs) Is to, I ideally wanted to go ahead and broadcast from the beach Like I've been wanting to um, But I didn't want to take a chance of not being able to You know, hook up to the internet And any issues with broadcasting uh, when I hadn't set it up or rehearsed or practiced to do it that way. So to be on the safe side, I'm broadcasting before I even get going today because I want to make sure that y'all have the info for next week, of course. Uh, the week In the week ahead, we're um, covering Sunday the 8th through Saturday the 14th. And I, I also wanted to speak on these five retrograde planets again. I mean... Spoke on it in depth last week. Spoke on it in depth the week before, and um, it's I knew in my spirit, y'all. I'm in, I'm intuitive as well, of course. I'm an empath, so I, I and I and I'm a prophet, so I get these sensations and message spirit messages early on. Um, I need to do a sound check. I hope I can be heard, but I'll keep talking while I check. Um, these messages in advance. That's why my show is based around a premise of getting information ahead of time because that's how I get it. Um, 
even with Jupiter stationing direct here next week, Jupiter being one of my ruling planets, um, you know, the, the just like the title of the show, the luck is turning, the luck is changing uh, here as Jupiter goes direct, and I'm already noticing it. Two days ago, beach wasn't even on my well, it's always on my mind, y'all, really. <laughs> That's my dream, to be, you know, just beaching it up and, 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 and doing what I love, helping people utilize an astrology as a powerful tool. And uh, But going now wasn't on my radar to even two days ago. So what I want to express to you guys is something that came to me actually while I was divining um, uh, I, I use divination daily, uh, re- I'll say regularly. Uh, currently, uh, the div- divination tool of my particular choosing is just a regular deck of cards, 52 cards. Um, there's uh, correspondences to the tarot using regular deck of playing cards. And so I've been utilizing that and did one actually regarding the retrogrades. You know, you ask a question when you divine. You can use a pendulum to divine. You can mute people. Some people use actual calorie shells to divine. Uh, you can, there's, it, 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 it runs a gamut, a pretty wide spectrum gamut of to divine, but it's uh, something I've been doing for about as long as I've been studying astrology. They do pretty much go hand in hand. Um, but I was asking about these, you know, it's such a sensitive time. Five planets are retrograde for 11 days. What does spirit want me to know about this? And one of the things was to to be ready for things to change. No, be patient knowing that things are yet turning, but when they turn, you need to be ready. I was, you know, on on wisdom like that, you can take it so far until it's like, you know, but I don't know. It's that unknown factor. What what does that mean? Be ready for what? Be ready when? And, you know, here here I go, uh, you know, having an opportunity to go to the beach all of a sudden. And 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 here having to make certain adjustments with the show time and make certain adjustments with other things that I've got going on, and it kind of comes to you like, oh, <laughs> that's what it meant. So um, I'm I'm here to remind you guys while there's still today we're broadcasting here live on uh, May the fourth. I want you guys to keep in mind my mama's babies, my uh, precious listeners. I appreciate every one of y'all for coming back. One of my mama's babies said they've been listening to me since May of last year. I'm like, dang, that's when I started. So uh, a lot for for you guys to have been with me since day one, wow, thank you. (laughs) What a journey we've been on. And to to celebrate one year uh, with the very dream that I've been having of living, of of, of, uh, broadcasting from the beach. That's just been my dream, y'all, to just be broadcasting from the beach. And here we go. This is what I've been here to. It's so pivotal and critical that this is occurring at this time. You know, cycles, even from one year to the next, from one birthday or solar return to the next, are critical 
That's why it's critical what energy you put out at a solar return when your birthday comes. It's critical what energy you put out at a Venus return and, and, and the sensitive time period within a day of on either end of that day, birthday, Venus return. It's critical because you are setting an energetic tone. You're leaving an energetic impression for for the cycle ahead, okay? And I did, y'all, I did a ritual. I ain't going to tell y'all what I did. Oh, my goodness. But it was beautiful. I did a ritual my first show and really set a powerful energetic tone. And here it is, you guys, a year later. And it just has essentially came back to bliss me. It has essentially came back to bliss me where I'm living the dream I set out a year ago to live. Uh, you know, that's just part of the dream. It's not that superficial. Oh, I just my whole dream is just the broadcast from the beach. No. But it has it it was a part of the dream and I'm living it. And so with um with my mama's babies that get on the air and, and rep me, you know what I mean? I don't do a lot of self promotion as it relates to I mean, I've told y'all I get the emails because I, I appreciate them, so I've mentioned stuff like that before. Uh, but, the, I mean, my mama's babies go hard, and they fool with me consistently. I mean, I haven't lost a mama's baby yet. All my mama's babies from day one, they still riding, and I've added two. So I just appreciate y'all. It wouldn't be a one-year anniversary here without you guys. And I'm just thankful, okay? Sorry for the long introduction, but I had to get that out there. I had to rip these five retrograde planets because you know what has occurred to me? You know, everybody ain't out there vibing low. Everybody ain't out here vibing low. And just like we all, if you listen to my show and you one of my mama's babies, we've been taking these 11 days to get real introspective. We haven't been blaming anybody. We've been being powerful instead of pitiful. And we've been, you know, maxing out. And I think I take it for granted that, uh, you know, the effect that we, our aura and our energy even has on people in our lives, they're watching us. They're listening. They may act like they're not listening. Oh, you on that astro stuff again? Oh, you talking about astrology again? Oh, you, yeah, but (laughs) I ain't asked you for nothing. I ain't hurting. I'm maxing out. I'm feeling powerful and not pitiful. So it's something to it. And I and I I I think I take for granted that it that that people are watching. They are listening, and it does rub off when they see it's actually working for you. And so um, I'm really trying to check the uh, audio for the show, you guys. Uh, I'm assuming I can be heard. Um, But people see. They take note. They notice. And other people are being introspective at this time, too. So I'm mentioning that because I want you guys to watch out for people in your environment that are during this sensitive time of all these planets being retrograde showing you just how introspective they have been, okay, showing you you being able to see the fruit just like you are able to see it in your own life. I I take this as a manifestation, me being honored and blissed with a free trip to the beach, 
<laughs> all inclusive, all expenses paid, y'all. It, if it wasn't actually happening to me, I would be hard pressed to believe it. Um, but I take that as a divine manifestation of, um, you know, my taking my own advice and being introspective, not blaming anybody for anything, taking full responsibility for where I am, for my feelings, for my aura, for my energy, for my vibration, for everything that I'm attracting, good, bad, and ugly. What signal am I emitting (laughs) that is drawing this into my experience? What parts of my shadow self am I not acknowledging or don't want to face or don't want to deal with that's popping up in my reality so I can deal with it head on, face, you know, face on. So that's real critical and important. I'm mentioning that because I want you all to continue to keep these things in mind through the night when Jupiter finally stations direct. We're going to talk about that here in a second. Um, and, And just Stay powerful. Um, Let me go ahead and get to the notes. I really hope that my anniversary show uh, is being broadcasted and can be heard for whatever reason. It's not popping up right now That to confirm that. I'm just going to keep on riding with you guys, okay? Let's go. Uh, For the rest of this week, I'm not going to go into details because that's what last week's show was about. But just to remind you, uh, definitely right now the moon is still in Aries. So, you know, (laughs) if you feel like being on the go and jumping off, starting something off, that's why. The moon's in Aries. It goes void late tonight. Uh, late night uh, tonight through Thursday around noon. Uh, Then the moon goes into Taurus. Um, The new moon on Friday, powerful new moon. Make sure all these wheels are turning. Taurus is an earth sign, my mama's babies. If you want to, (laughs) if you want to manifest some stuff you can see, touch, taste, feel here, come on. This is the new moon to do it. Go back to last week's episode, listen to all the details, listen to the horoscopes, I got you. And then uh, the moon goes void again, Friday night through Saturday around noon again, and then it goes into Gemini, okay? That leads us into our week ahead. Oh, wow. I got an error message, y'all. I'm really hoping I can be heard now. Um, Let me just double-check something real quick while that's going. Um, Yeah, here in the week ahead, it's a lot going on. If you check the episode information for today's show, you can clearly see there's quite a bit going on in the week ahead, uh, including a quarter moon. Now, I'll go ahead and speak on the quarter moon right now while I'm waiting on this to pop, but... One thing I have observed personally about quarter moons, I don't care if it's the first or the third, clearly there's a difference or they wouldn't be, you know, distinguished or discriminated uh, as being first and third. But one thing, one uh, quality that they share is how I relate to the square being like a, a uh, turning point. You can turn a corner 
at uh, quarter moons. And since it's a 90-degree angle, like the corner of a wall, corner of a house, corner of a room, uh, then you can turn a corner. You're going vertical one direction and completely horizontal the other direction. And I have found to be true about quarter moons that you really do have an opportunity to turn a corner. People hear squares and they think, oh, it's a challenge, you know, and that's going to be hard, and that means it's, it's a bad thing. Oh, I don't want to see any squares. And I'm, t- I'm here to tell you from my observation that uh, – just like with when I talk about Uranus and, and if people have been waiting on change, then, you know, they don't mind a surprise or a breakthrough energy, a sudden unexpected event or two. Uh, same thing with the with the square. If you've been looking and waiting to turn a corner, uh, you know, these quarter moons, they don't fail. <laughs> Every quarter moon I can think of, uh, that has passed since I've been observing them, something critical or something does happen to turn a corner, either a corner in my mind where I'm I'm given the divine opportunity and energy to behave differently, think differently, turn a corner um, in my attitude and in my actions. Uh, it's always blissful. So... I wanted to mention that because here in the week ahead, we got the first quarter moon on uh, the 13th, which is next Friday. Next Friday at uh, 12.02 p.m. noon central time is when the first quarter moon is. So I want y'all to, you know, be mindful what tends to happen, what tends to be my observation is that leading up to it, you know, things are on a particular path, and then there really is an energetic turning of a corner, um, usually by way of something challenging, challenge to your old, your normal way of thinking and believing and acting and behaving. Um, but if you learn to work those squares and work through those challenges, they really are all for our good, and they come up in the midst of these moon cycles at very pivotal, critical, and necessary times. So utilize them. Uh, I always tell my mama's babies, utilize those squares since you got the corner of a, you know what I mean? You have 90 degrees to work with. Utilize those squares. Um uh, to build a strong foundation, you can build on a square, and so um, throwing that out there because if you know from week to week, I'm either talking about a new moon that's coming up or a full moon. Well, when I get to these quarter moons, don't sleep on these quarter moons because they're just as beneficial if you know how to use them. Okay. Um, this is kind of scary because I'm going to the link for the show. And it's acting like it's not um, available. (laughs) So that makes me wonder for people who are um, listening if it's available for them. Let me. I'll keep on going, y'all, just in case I can actually be heard. So we start the week off and the week ahead uh, with a void moon, okay, Um, as of the 8th. Actually, as of midnight on Sunday, the moon would be in uh, Gemini still. The moon would be in Gemini still when we start the week, Sunday, midnight. Sunday, 
uh, night, late night, 11.15 p.m. Central Standard Time, the moon goes void, okay, for 13 hours and nine minutes. Uh, while the moon is void, Jupiter stations direct, okay? Um, I am, I've gathered this information from tarot.com. Uh, I believe it's Maria D. Simone who uh, wrote this article, but she was just talking about uh, the blessings that turn inward while Jupiter is retrograde, okay? Um, and and what Jupiter retrograde sh- uh, should be able to do for us is to help us solidify our inner conviction, our faith, and our optimism. We're talking Jupiter here for a brighter world and future, both personally and collectively. Um, And as soon as Jupiter turns direct, like I've been telling all my mama's babies, that's when we get to cash in on, on everything that Jupiter retrograde, you know, came to show us and teach us. Um, she uses an analogy regarding a cupcake, and she says, uh, you know, if you haven't had a cupcake in a while and you see a cupcake in front of you, the craving can be intense. And, um, you know, you build this stuff up, stuff up in your mind, the energy around what it's going to taste like and feel like once you eat it. And so, um... Your mouth is watering, and, you know, you go into the bakery to get it. You saw it through the window, and you just got to have it. Um, But then you try to open the door, and the door to the bakery is locked. And so that that door represents Jupiter stationing. And when it's locked, of course, Jupiter is retrograde. And so... um, all you can do since the door is locked is just, you know, press your nose up against the window like the old, I think it was a Walmart commercial or something that's like, well, couldn't, I don't think Walmart closes, but it was some commercial where the store is closed and they're like, open, open, open. So that's what Jupiter being retrograde maybe has felt like for you, that you just can't get in the locked door to get the cupcake you want. <laughs> and so... um you know what, y'all, this is scaring me because I don't want to be doing nothing. So I'm going to put on a quick song and double-check this so I don't waste an hour and a half of the anniversary show. <laughs> and y'all can't even hear me. So give me one, one, one quick second, please. Thank you. What happened at the New Orleans? <laughs> Bitch, I'm back. I'm popular the man. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. I like my baby hair with baby hair and afro. I like my Negro no. 
my bag. Swag. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I like that. I did not come to play with you hoes. <laughs> I came to slay, bitch. I like cornbread and collard greens, bitch. Oh, yes. You just to believe it. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress I'm so possessive so I rock his rock necklace My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana You mix that Negro with that Creole like a Texas Bama in my bag. All right, that only took um, a very long time, but I did confirm sound checks, so thank you, thank you, thank you for bearing with me. Um, Let us keep it rolling since we're all good. So back to the cupcake, and, you know, open, open, open. We just can't get to that cupcake while Jupiter is retrograde, right? And so... um, uh, Yeah, so that Jupiter energy, since we can't express it outwardly, it's locked on us. We have to go inward with it. Um, And that leads us into making our own cupcakes. (laughs) And so uh, she goes on to say that Jupiter, you know, retrograde, we can begin to see the magic that it's working when our vision becomes so intense. Uh, for the cupcake that we consider whether we have the capacity to make them ourselves. And so that begins the introspection that I talk about when I'm talking about these planets being retrograde, looking deep with the inside ourselves for the answers, okay? And then we finally realize that, yes, all this time, you know, um, we just needed to believe in ourselves enough to have faith. Jupiter rules faith and belief, okay? Um, and so, you know, that gives us time. Jupiter's been retrograde, I believe, since January. So that's given us time to experiment. That's why I've been telling my mama's babies that this is a time where we go over, you know, these same 
areas that that we went through when Jupiter was direct to see what we may have missed. Jupiter has been uh, retrograde in Virgo, the sign of details and nitpickiness and making scrutinizing, making sure we don't miss anything. Nothing, we don't want to miss none of our luck. We don't want to miss any of our growth and expansion. We don't want to miss none of our advancement and abundance. We don't want to miss any of our opportunities for higher learning and long-distance journeys and travel, okay? And so, um, you know, and then she goes on. She says that when the day finally comes and we're staring at, you know, these beautiful, delicious cupcakes that we made in our very own kitchen with our very own hands and positive mind. And and we've built up a certain momentum. Jupiter haven't even stationed direct yet. It does in the week ahead on the ninth. But we may have already been experiencing this feeling because we went in and we discovered that we can make our own cupcakes. We ain't got to wait on the bakery to open. And so um, being able to taste them after we've made them is, you know, a powerful, incredible gift that we've given our own self, okay? And so... Um, Uh, I guess she's saying to we, we could have remembered the darker months when Jupiter was retrograde and all we wanted was the cupcake that seemed out of reach. Um, but just as soon as we started to have faith in ourselves and our inner gifts, everything began to fall into place and the answers were inside of us all along. We just had to believe that. And so um, <laughs> she says we can have finally have our cupcake and eat it too. So what I did was I got some horoscopes for you guys from the Dark Pixie Astrology and just to kind of give you a glimpse into the energy as Jupiter is stationing direct what to expect, okay? For my Virgo, since Jupiter was um, retro in Virgo, I got, I'm hooking you all up first, okay? Virgo, you definitely may have felt like you lacked opportunities and drive to pursue new things, okay? But with the retrograde coming to an end, you can find opportunities again and pursue them and be more optimistic and gregarious, okay, Virgo? Turn that frown upside down if you haven't been able to figure out how to make your own cupcakes during this um, Jupiter retrograde cycle. For my Sagittarius, you know, Jupiter rules Sagittarius, so this is your ruling planet. If you um, have Sag on the ascendant or as a rising sign uh, or for your sun and your moon, this is still going to be significant for you. Uh, but your ruler ends retrograde in Virgo, and over the last few months, Sagittarius, you felt likely felt like you've lacked opportunities. Come on, it's your ruling planet. And drive with your goals, ambitions, and direction. But with the retrograde coming to an end, you can now create new opportunities for your goals and get on the right track. We're talking 10th house here, Sagittarius, your life direction. The very direction your life is going in is about to be going full steam ahead again. So get ready, get ready, buckle up, enjoy the ride. Y'all, my Sagittarius love adventure anyway, so guess what? Here it is. Pisces, um, Virgo is a sign opposite yours, and so um, 
you your seventh house has been, you know, impacted and influenced by Jupiter being retrograde. Your relationships feeling like you just can't open the unlocked door, but you can see in through the window and you want it. Hopefully you discovered um, the relationship with yourself, okay, Pisces, and that impacting your other relationships. But here it's... Uh, uh, you have uh, likely felt that you lacked opportunities to meet new people, Pisces, and improve your relationships or enter into new partnerships. But with the retrograde ending, you can start to reach out to new people again and create new beneficial partnerships. Gemini, fourth house is being affected, okay? That's home and family and your inner foundation, your inner stability. You've likely felt like you've lacked opportunities or felt less drive, Gemini, to tackle stuff at home or with your family or that impacted you emotionally. And with the retrograde over, you can work on improving your home life, family connection, support system, and as well strengthen your internal foundation. It ought to feel real good, Gemini, okay? Capricorn, uh, this retrograde, Jupiter retrograde has been going on in Virgo, your Earth sister sign. Uh, And so you, like um, Virgo, may have really felt rocked um, by this. But hopefully, once again, um, it's only served to turn you inward and and let you see your own uh, inherent ability, powers, and gifts. Capricorn, especially as it relates to ninth house. You may have felt like you lacked opportunities and drive to have new experiences. It's it's the Sagittarius house. Um, Expand your life in new ways or explore the world. But now that Jupiter is stationing back direct, you can now create opportunities for expansion, Capricorn, for exploration and those new experiences, all right? Taurus, another earth sign sharing this um, retrograde energy, the strength of it with Virgo, Taurus. Taurus, you have been experiencing Jupiter retrograde through your fifth house of creativity, fun, children, dating, romance, and you've likely lacked opportunities or drive to pursue creative ventures or have lacked a connection to love and creativity. But Now with Jupiter going direct, you can work on having that again and being inspired and affectionate. Libra, over the past few months, uh, you've probably dealt with lack of opportunities or drive to put plans together, okay? Work in the background or connect with your spiritual side, Libra. And now that the retrograde is coming to a close, you can quietly plot, work without interference, and let your intuition guide you. Libra, we're talking 12th house here. And so, uh, you know, the luck, abundance, growth, expansion that you discover as Jupiter is stationing direct for you may be in, in the background. It may be hidden. So tap into that intuition. Tap into your spirituality. Tap into all those 12th house things. Soak in a tub. Drink plenty of water listen to music, and uh, know that your luck, abundance, and growth could come from hidden areas. So you have to perceive you have to perceive it more on a spiritual level. Okay, Libra, I'm stopping to tell you that for a reason. So pick up on that 12th house energy when and where you can. Your luck is there. Come on. 
Scorpio, um, you've likely felt you lack drive and opportunities uh, to pursue your dreams for the future um, or to meet new people or to connect with the world. But now, with Jupiter stationing direct, you can create new opportunities for your dreams. Expand your network. Come on and feel very much so connected. Okay, Scorpio, that's 11th house right there. Get on with them hopes, wishes, and dreams, Scorpio. Issue of time. Aquarius, you've likely felt like you lacked opportunities and drive to pursue mutually beneficial ventures, to work with a partner, to transform, or to share with others. But with the retrograde ending, you can transform now. Come on, Aquarius, and transform. You can work and share with others and you can create more opportunities for yourself and others. Aquarius, it's going to bliss you. It's going to grow you. It's going to advance you to pursue personal transformation. Transform something in your life, and you'll see the bliss that come with it. Don't be scared. I ain't never really meant no scared Aquarius, no way, so y'all did. Aries, over the last few months, you may have felt like you lacked opportunities and drive with your work with your health, or with your daily life. And now, with Jupiter stationing direct, you can work on taking advantage of new opportunities to do work you love, to improve your lifestyle, and to set a productive and beneficial uh, routine for yourself, okay? And rounding it out with Cancer and Leo Cancer, you've probably been going through the last few months with Jupiter being retrograde, feeling um, as though you haven't had as many new ideas, that you've been less enthusiastic about them or that you haven't been able to pursue them. But with the retrograde over, you can find new ideas, be excited, and create new opportunities and plans. Uh, Cancer, that's the third house right there. So uh, gather as much information as you can uh, about what you're desirous of in the by way of what you want to have expand in your life, the growth, where you want growth to happen in your life. Gather as much information as you can. Third house is ruled by Mercury. It's mental, it's communications, it's messages. It's there in your local neighborhood, you know, where you live and do business. Um, So don't miss those opportunities for luck, okay? And lastly, Leo, but never least, love my Leos. Um, you've probably been feeling since about January, if not before, that you lacked opportunities or drive to pursue financial ventures, okay, to create stability or to, or to improve your security. But now that Jupiter is going direct, you can improve your finances, stability, and security, okay? Powerful, y'all. Jupiter is going direct, yes. <laughs> Unlock that bakery, baby. Give me the cupcakes. I I figured out how to make my own, and I want those too. Mine and eat yours too. <laughs> that's Ju- that's Jupiter for you. Jupiter can never get enough. It just want to keep expanding, keep growing, keep advancing, keep going higher, keep going on a longer distance journey. So get ready, y'all. That's the energy that's um, changing. Y'all know that when these planets station. They get real powerful and strong when they station. We see the effects of them more powerfully so. And I I keep telling y'all stuff be happening to me in advance. And I don't take it as a coincidence that here, uh, what would that be, five days before it goes direct, I feel like, you know, my 
ties or my luck it has turned and, and, and that the bakery done unlocked on me. They didn't let me in before they even opened good. <laughs> so I can just take my pick. So get the first dibs on everything. So this is the benefits of the very things that Jupiter offers, the belief in ourselves or in a higher power, uh, the optimism that is required to vibrate high, the optimism uh, that is required to vibrate at a level where you're open and receptive for random (laughs) opportunities to go to the beach for a few days, random. I I had another opportunity not even two weeks ago um, to get away all expenses paid. I mean, this is a running theme here. (laughs) But I'm telling you, I did my solar return real right. I know I did. I did my Venus return real right. I mean, protective of the time around these sensitive uh, uh, moments like a solar return, like a Venus return, where you're protecting that energy, where you're making sure you're vibrating high, Babies, one of the most powerful things you can do to vibrate high, and don't nobody really want to hear it because everybody want to eat what they want to eat and die of all these crazy diseases and, and die, you know, before they're even 70, at least in the Bible. They say, good Lord, just make it to 70 and you done did your thing. But 40-something, you know, it's too young. And one of the very things that affects our vibration is what we eat, my babies. You're going to vibrate differently if you eat a wacky Mickey D double cheeseburger. It don't even look appealing. They don't even make it look appealing anymore. It looks like somebody crapped on it, sat on it, wrapped it up in a wrapper, and said, here you go, double cheeseburger. I haven't seen one in a while, but as of about a couple of years ago, probably when I seen one last, it just looked a hot, dirty mess. And that's Imagine at what rate of frequency and energy that that dirty thing is vibrating on. And then I want y'all to imagine a nice, juicy, seeded cucumber. Got to say seeded now because they're making the, the franken fruit with no seeds. That don't make a lick of what you think? What level do you think that's vibrating on? A fruit with no seeds. That's what makes it a fruit. Seedless this, seedless that. Like they done hooked us up. Oh, we don't have to worry about the seeds. Well, you you don't have to worry about the high vibration of a, of a of an original conventional fruit or food. And so compare that double cheeseburger, compare that frankenfruit to you know a nice succulent juicy cucumber. You know, that's full of water. If you've ever juiced a cucumber, you know these things are full of water. Celery, full of water, hydrating your very cells. Come on. What do you, what level do you think you vibrate on when you full of that water, when you full of that pro-good uh, conventional or organic produce? The, I'm telling y'all, it was maybe a couple of years ago now. I was uh, in between jobs when I was still, uh, I was in between jobs. And I said, you know what, I'm going to raise my vibration to where just the next job for me is just attracted to me. And the one I ended up getting, I just walked in and got it. 
<laughs> but uh, leading up to that, I had my little, you know, uh, my little green drinks that I was drinking every, no job to go to, just hope and a prayer that something was going to turn around, but getting up every rising, early rising, uh, making sure I'm drinking my green drink, got my spirulina, got my chlorella, got my moringa working right, and I'm I'm just gone, vibrating so high. Uh, I'm doing all my little spiritual things. I'm cleansing and, you know, mentally opening myself up for great things to happen, just affirmations, waking up, doing my little uh, meditations. I would would put dollar bills in my hand and act like each dollar bill, that was about all I had at the time, but put the dollar bills in my hand and imagine that these dollar bills are $100 bills. Imagine that these dollar bills represent a $1,000 a piece. Then I was getting up to a million dollars that they represented, and I was just being thankful for it. And I, I'm telling you all, these are things that if you told people you did them, well, not me, but if you told people who, you know, eat Mickey D's double cheeseburgers what you were doing, they would say, oh, that's crazy. Meanwhile, they eating Mickey D's double cheeseburgers like that's just the world's best idea. But you're crazy because you believe in the power of spirit. You believe in the power of prayer. You believe in the power of vibration and energy and source and are making things appear from your imagination. That just reminds me uh, of Minister Judy, y'all, so I must need to remind y'all to hook up with him. At least go to the site, check it out. At least check out some of the video, um, uh, um, what do you call those, testimonials of people who are working with him. Uh, please uh, support Minister Ju and the entire My Astrology Coach network and team because we are just a collective group of powerful people that ain't waiting on nobody with a double cheeseburger to tell us how to live our lives. But we are being led powerfully so by, by spirit, and we ain't missing out on nothing. We ain't sitting around looking for or waiting on anybody to do anything for us. So it's a real powerful position to live from. I just took a second there to throw that in because talking about Jupiter, you know, it it if anything makes a Sagittarius so lucky <laughs> being other than being ruled by the planet of luck, Jupiter. It is that optimism. It is seeing the silver lining in any cloud. It is knowing that all things really do together for my good, even when it looks like it ain't. Don't let it fool you. Even when it looks like I'm losing, nope. That's just me winning again. It just <laughs> may not look like it to you. Um, and that's something we all have access to. Everybody has Jupiter somewhere in their chart. Jupiter is transiting Somewhere in everybody's natal chart right now. Uh, click on the one, uh, click access to Mama Dada in the episode information if you would like to find out more about your natal Jupiter or where Jupiter is transiting in your natal chart and the aspects, aspects it, it's making, the house that it's going through, and what that means for you personally as to how you can glean where exactly in life. Uh, what area of life specifically you can glean, uh, especially here after the ninth, the most bang for your buck. I can tell you exactly what area 
and we can get real detailed about some specific ways you can do it, too. I'm doing it every week with my mama's babies, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out to me. We can talk about it. Uh, while the moon is still void there, um, I did not put the days. I just got the dates. But as of Monday the 9th, the sun does line up with Mercury again. The last time it's at 10, 12 a.m. Central Time, the last time it hooked up with Mercury was uh, March the 23rd. And so here we are, May 9th, and it's hitting again. And it's going to hit four more times this year, y'all. I guess due to all the Mercury retrograding, the sun hooks up with Mercury. They already run real close together. The sun ain't never that far away from Mercury at any given time. And so, yeah, after here on May 9th, July 6th, it hits again this year, September 12th this year, October 27th, and December 28th. And uh, I won't go into too much detail since we have discussed this aspect before, um, but Sun conjunct Mercury really is highlighting our thinking and our communications. It's the Sun shining a light on everything mercurial. Sun and Mercury hooked up together in the sky, right? So it makes it a very busy time mentally. Our mind is on the ball, which favors lots of interactions. Clearing out paperwork. We we on point when the Sun and Mercury hook up. Clearing out bills, receiving and sending letters and emails. We're getting on top of maybe, you know, communications or mercurial things that uh, may have slipped because the Sun is shining a light directly on it around this time. Short trips around town are highlighted, us um, wanting to chat and start conversations on topics that interest us. And because we're thinking and expressing ourselves clearly, it's an ideal time to make plans and initiate business deals, bargain, um, uh, bargain, buy, and sell. So that's very powerful. Some celebrities that were born under this influence, Mariah Carey, Jimi Hendrix, Tina Turner, Denzel Washington, Stevie Wonder, so, yeah, very powerful mental energy to be born under. Um, the moon finally enters Cancer uh, Monday, May 9th in the afternoon, 1224 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, the moon will have been in Gemini, so it's been real, ruled by Mercury that's busy and all about the communications and the travel and the interactions. Uh, and so that energy is giving way to the moon going into Cancer there uh, Monday afternoon. And so it's at home in Cancer. The moon rules Cancer. So we should, you know, feel there uh, Monday afternoon a sense of comfort, a sense of feeling at home, um, uh, feeling kind of insular going in. You know, the moon uh, that rules cancer rules that fourth house that I just told you all about, reminded you all about again, that's about our inner foundation and where we feel most comfortable and at home. And so any domestic activities are going to go over really well after Monday afternoon. Um, Oh, we we become very aware of our personal needs, what we need to feel comfortable and at home, uh, family get-togethers, home decor, uh, being a homebody. This, these are the days I tell you all about when you may feel like, you know, Monday after, Monday after work you may just want to go home and just be at home. You may not just lay down or go to sleep or veg out, but you just may want to be at home. You may end up uh, doing some things around there. There's a healing potential to this 
uh, energy as well. So maybe just being at home just feels a lot more healing than happy hour this week or at least Monday afternoon. Um, we want to definitely be around people we're familiar with, people that feel at home around this time. Um, and it's cancer is also a water sign. It's emotional. So we could easily find ourselves, you know, tearing up, feeling sentimental, absorbed in memories of um, a long-lost lover or friend, just heightened emotions all around, potential mood swings, um, dark lows to really blissful highs, just because we're more sensitive to the moods of others during this time and because it's the moon. It's cancer. The moon is in cancer, and cancer is ruled by the moon. And as you can even see with the moon going into different signs week to week, how they how it changes. So imagine the moon being in the sign ruled by the moon, even just within the day or two that it's in that sign, how your mood can change just like the moon changes signs so frequently. Um so anything comfortable, our favorite foods, even cooking or baking our favorite foods may feel really comforting and safe to us. Um, we just want to retreat and kind of be enclosed and private. The fourth house that's ruled, um, that cancer rules uh, is the very opposite of the tenth house that Capricorn rules at the top of the chart that denotes public life. And so they're here in the fourth house in cancer ruled by the moon denoting our most private life. And so that's what may be driving you home, driving you to what's comfortable because it just feels good and safe and insular there, okay? Um, it's a, wa- a water sign, like I said, so kind of the same things apply when I talk about Pisces and Scorpio uh, with cancer, taking a long bath, making sure you stay hydrated, um, watering your plants around the house, the water thing keep coming up, you know. Cancer also rules women breast the mother, so we may feel like being mothered more around this time or mothering others around us, children, animals, elderly, anything vulnerable. Um, and it and cancer kind of wants to feel safe as well. So you may have an idea to get an alarm system or a lock, or something with locks, um, maybe coming up around this time as well. Make sure you talk to your mom. Mother's Day coming up, or at that at this point, it will have just passed. So um, definitely, um, any time's a good time to honor mama for real. So Mother's Day will have just passed. You already hit her up. Look, hit her up again. She gonna think it's extra special birthday or something. But you know, this is a good energy to do that under. Um. Okay, moving on. Uh, looks like Tuesday. May the 10th, um, 2 p.m. Central Time, Venus trines Jupiter. What's so funny, y'all? I just said something about this alignment. I was, I'm always reminding y'all when, when, when alignments like this come by, make sure you're vibrating high. Here we go again. Come on, y'all. Venus trines Jupiter. Let's get it. <laughs> Next Tuesday afternoon, 2 p.m. Central, Venus trines Jupiter. Good cheer, optimism, plenty of love, one of the most looked forward to transit and is of special interest to those seeking love. Shout out to Astrology King for this amazing interpretation. 
this energy makes you appear more attractive. Come on. It allows you to relax and express the more affectionate and welcoming side of your personality. It's a great energy to date, undergo on date dating, uh, mending even any stressful relationships that are in, you know, that you're currently in. Um, socializing of all kinds is favorite. Come on next Tuesday afternoon, let's get it. And then the leading up to that, y'all, the energy builds. So it's not just next Tuesday afternoon. As we get close. It's getting stronger. It just goes exact then and begins to kind of dissipate or wane after 2 p.m. on uh, next Tuesday, okay? So be getting in the zone of this now. That's why we come a week early. You can be getting into this zone now. It would be Venus would be trying Jupiter in the sky right now. It's just not exact. You still have access to the energy. It's just not at its most potent, but it's still there. So work that out. Um, it's a time of increased popularity. Uh, you get more fun out of doing something like going to an, an amusement park, loving all types of adventurous activities. It's a perfect time for starting a vacation or something of that nature uh, because of uh, um, your relaxed and stress-free state under this influence. My mama's baby going to be cruising around this time. Get it? Uh, shopping is favored under this influence. Finances should be in um, in good enough order around this time. Come on, we got the love and money planet Venus in the most easiest, harmonious flow of energy to Jupiter. They want to expand the love and the money. Come on, y'all. Uh, uh, Venus also rules beauty, so we, we should have a good eye for fashion and value around this time. Cosmetics, jewelry, art, anything to decorate our home or office would be a good purchase. Uh, investments made now should actually increase our wealth. And then gifts, compliments, and good offers may also be in store. And we would be wise to accept any of those offers around this time because they're just going to be expanded. What? And um, so we can expect a, a lot during this time, a life of ease and comfort earned through previous incarnations of, of loving service. Actually, that's speaking to people that actually have it in their natal chart, like Naomi Campbell, Aaliyah, Rita Ora, Kelly Rowland, Ray Charles, James Brown, Carlos Santana, Chuck Berry, and George Washington Carver. I say these people... Um, you know, have an ease in showing love and affection, genuine depth to their um, charismatic appeal. They're not just charismatic on the surface. They really have genuine depth and adventurous and, and, adventurous and creative nature. So that's a beautiful, beautiful alignment, y'all. Don't miss it next to <laughs> I would say leading up just like leading up to your solar return, leading up to your Venus return, just just to be on the safe side, make sure you're vibrating high. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, if somebody – and what, okay, let me help you out with what I'm saying because I really don't want y'all to miss it. Like I always say, don't let next Tuesday afternoon hit and you sitting up – into it with somebody going back and forth, arguing, cussing somebody out. Don't let Venus trying Jupiter hit and you in the middle of some BS. Leading up to next Tuesday afternoon, set in your mind now 
can't nobody upset me. Look, <laughs> there is nothing anyone could say or do to me to upset me. And then you get your mind off the upset because otherwise you're just going to be thinking about what can upset you. So you, 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 you clear that out first. Nothing and nobody can upset me. And then as you go along, you once again, you vibing high. I'm sorry, but if you eating Mickey D's double cheeseburgers and fries that don't never get old, you you raise the likelihood of being into it with somebody. You eat a whole bunch of meat and flesh, sorry, not going to be vibing that high. It's only so high you can vibe is what I'm saying when you're on that. Um, I'm helping you all out here because I've watched it work. <laughs> and so these are things that aid in raising your vibration. Uh, a lot of TV watching, especially depending on what you watch, it ain't a lot that's high vibrational on the TV. I tend to throw it on the music stations and listen to the reggae. That's always going to raise my vibration to listen to reggae music, <laughs> which is another hint of how to raise your vibration. A lot of mu- uh, music with no words, if you, you know, um, like the classical and the instrumentals and stuff like that. And uh, cause just because a lot of the lyrics these days is on some low vibrational BS, and you wonder why you attract BS situations that that make a Venus trine. You, there are some people here on next Tuesday afternoon, they're going to be arguing under a Venus trine Jupiter, baby, which is only further serving to expand the BS. Don't do it, y'all. Do whatever you must do. Your spirit knows what what uh, raises and lowers your vibration. Just check in with your gut. Check in with that solar plexus, that sacral chakra, and find out what you're vibing on at any given time or, or even the vibration of people around you. I promise you, get out up from around them. I promise you being around low vibrational BS entertaining folks is going to keep your vibration down. You can't elevate. You can't expand. You can't grow. You can't Jupiter. You can't expand, grow, advance, be lucky, be optimistic around some low vibrational BS folks that's into some BS stuff. You fool You Every day after work, you go over to your friend's house and y'all watch ratchet television. Y'all watch the people cussing each other out and fighting and biting. Coming to you next. What are you setting up in your aura and vibration that you want to come to you? And so I just wanted to take a little extra time to put an emphasis on it because I want my mama's babies, I want everybody listening to my show to uh, get the most out of a Venus trine Jupiter. That's your love. That's your money. That's the beauty, baby. That is what everybody out here after. People that contact me, they either want to know about that love, them ships, those relationships, situationships, (laughs) or they want to know about that money, honey. And here we got a planet that rules both of them, Venus, in the most easy flow of harmonious trying influence to the planet that want to blow it all up and expand it, to the planet that want to grow it and advance it and give you even more. Make sure you're vibing hot. If you can find out 
what houses Venus and Jupiter are uh, transiting for you. So you can get real specific about where your uh, all this, you know, ease and harmonious influence is going to grow and, and, and explode and advance for you, okay? I would be more than happy to assist with that. Don't hesitate. I am going to be beaching it up here for the next little bit, y'all. But I'm taking my my I'm taking my mobile office with me, so I'm still that I'm clearly anyone I have consults with. I'll be talking to you uh, here pretty soon. Uh, I'm definitely going to be vibrating high. These in, now me going away here for a little bit. Uh, what I'm doing? What I when these situations come up that are blissful, amazing. I've been wanting to you know, get away to the beach. What I do is I take those moments and I I appreciate the stuff out of them. I like appreciate bomb them, like just appreciating everything along the way. And that is what builds the momentum for more of my babies. Just like hanging around the low vibe people, eating the darn cheeseburgers, watching the Ratchet TV, listening to all that dirty trap music. I'm not crapping on trap music because I'll bump a song here and there in a minute just because it's a time and season for everything. It's a time for trap music every once in a while. But on a consistent basis, feeding your spirit, feeding your energy, these low vibes, people always want to say something extra stupid like, but it got a good beat. All right. You go, you sitting up here telling me your energy is worth a stupid beat that the the vibrate the 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 level you're vibrating on is worth a dirty beat. Most of the stuff with the beat is hitting on that root chakra anyway, which really means you got an issue with security and fear going on. If if you feel like you even need that, it, everything's spiritual, y'all. Everything is spiritual. Um. Don't discount what you do, what you say, what you listen to. What you allow in is really the the key because that's what you're going to put out, I promise. The folks you hang out with, the stuff you listen to, the stuff you eat, everything going in, what do you think is going to come out? And what do you think will continue to be attracted to you? You show the universe you like hanging out with low-vibe people, guess what? Next few people you're going to meet going to be low-vibe. <laughs> you start taking a stand, people think, quit being worried about losing something or somebody. Stand, actually stand for something so you don't mess around and fall for anything and then be them blamed everybody else for your low vibrational life. Get out from around low vibrational people. Quit eating dirty daggum cheeseburgers. Quit watching Ratchet TV all night long till you fall asleep so it then got embedded in your subconscious. Now you're having low vibrational dreams, which are in turn affecting your waking life. It's a cycle. And between, especially now with five planets retrograde and we're able to be so introspective and leading up to Jupiter going direct here on the ninth. Come on, y'all, turn it around. As Jupiter is turning around, we we should turn around, you know, and turn on the optimism. It's okay if people think you're weird because you vibrating high all the time because you see the best in everything and everybody and starting with yourself. It's okay. Let them think you're weird. 
It's quite all right. Let them think you're weird when you headed to the beach, too. <laughs> Let them think you're weird when you cruise up for love next. Let them think you're weird when you finally hit that jackpot, you know, just random playing a dollar ticket every week with your spare change. Let them think you're weird then. It's all good. That's the Jupiter lesson and blessing. It's all good. The question is, do you believe it? Okay, I'm going to keep it moving. I just don't want y'all to miss out on Venus trying to put up our right. Um, uh, moving along there after Tuesday on Wednesday the 11th, uh, the moon does go void early rising to 34 a.m. Central, and so um, it doesn't enter Leo until 4.32 p.m. Central that same day on Wednesday next week. So for a good chunk of the day, by the time you wake up on into early evening at p.m., Moon is void. You can pretty much just say all day Wednesday, uh, most of the day Wednesday, moon is void. So definitely you're not having an interview on Wednesday. Um, I talked to one of my mama's babies. Oh, my mama's babies be on it. They were like, yeah, and I was setting up this interview. They're so amazing. They're so powerful. They're just, (laughs) they just remind me of myself. It's amazing. powerful enough to be on the job. Look, seeing out, that's a Jupiter thing. Jupiter, uh, their uh, their uh, motto is I, uh, I perceive or I see, right? And so they own their Jupiter stuff. They seeing out into the future on the job, wanting another job that better fits their lifestyle and needs. Secure, this is within a week's time from one consult to the next. Secure, apply for the job, got a call to secure interview, come on, and it's just, it's a trip what happens when you dare to believe that life really can be better. See, you've been hanging around low vibrational too long, you've been eating cheeseburgers too long, you've been watching Ratchet TV too long and listening to too much low vibe music. And you you can't even conceive getting out of your situation. But it's all in you. And maybe while five planets is in retrograde, I can speak to your spirit a little more directly when I say it's all in you. Here, um, uh, what was so powerful is this particular mama's baby knew. They said I had gone, I was I had my transit report up. And the lady asked me when I wanted to do the interview, and I told her, yeah, I'll do it that mo- that morning. And then they said, but I had my transit report up, and I saw the moon was void. Come on. My mama's baby said, no, nope, I ain't doing no interview in a void moon because I actually want something to come of this interview. I don't want this interview to be null and void. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reschedule this interview for the next day when the moon is in a, a sign that favors communication. Come on. So that's the power of knowing what time it is. Okay, that's the power of knowing what time it is because you can begin to work your magic with more awareness. That's why I push the birth chart reports, my babies. Because when you know thyself astrologically, you can move about this 
the business of living with more conscious awareness. I know that I have an, a, a, a Gemini rising. I know this. And I also, through my study of myself and my personal chart, know that I have a particular configuration in my chart that gives me a second ascendant. So I got two ruling planets, whereas most people have one. That's good information to know. Just like every other thing you can discover about yourself by way of your natal chart. And then by way of these transit reports that I'm sending out every week, how Jupiter stationing is affecting your particular natal chart. How all these planets being retrograde is affecting your particular natal chart. Mercury retrograde ain't the same for everybody. You may be on this, a, a portion of your natal chart may be being highlighted by this particular Mercury retrograde in Taurus that puts you on a whole different mission and assignment for the next three weeks than some, your neighbor even though we're all experiencing Mercury retrograde. So most of next Wednesday, the moon is void. Um, Meeting new people that you want to be in a long-term relationship with is a no-go. No first dates, no job interviews, um, no important large purchases, no beginning of new projects, um, launching a business or starting a new job. Just don't do it. Uh, What you can do... um, most of Wednesday, anything you've already begun, finishing that up, um, taking stock, um, finding anything you've lost, a great time to do that, making a to-do list of what you will do when the moon is not void, um, any refining, reviewing, editing. So if you are going to get together with people, let it be people you already know, and um, any rest or sleep may be more peaceful. Maybe that's a good day to get a nap in, I don't know, or since it starts at 2.34 a.m., uh, it should denote good rest there over um, Tuesday night, Tuesday morning into into Wednesday morning, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. And so, like I said, there in the early evening, the moon finally enters Leo. So um, Wednesday evening, Wednesday night, we'll definitely be ready to start having some fun, okay, we just going to keep the Venus trying Jupiter train rolling (laughs) right on into the moon, entering Leo, where we want to be, where the action is, we have a joy of living that comes from up from our heart, we're looking for fun, Uh, the moon in Leo brings a very cheery vibe, making it easier to get lifted out of the doldrums if you happen to some weird way be vibing low around the time of a Venus trying Jupiter and a moon in Leo, moon and Leo should help, Um, uh, letting the child in you come out, um, museums, food fairs, festivals, we're going to be in the mood for all of that, all of things of that nature are going to emotionally satisfy us, parties, playing make-believe, dress up, uh, flirt, it's a flirty moon, just for the fun of it, for no other reason, anything fun is going to be ideal under this energy. Things could be a little dramatic, but just for the fun of being dramatic, you know, um, Leo uh, uh, rules, things like that, um, theater. Um, uh, Anything creative, anything creative, anything revolving around children, um, anything where you're able to be personally recognized, like being on stage, theater, drama, that all correlates to Leo, those are all 
favorable activities. Um, some celebrities that were born under a moon in Leo, you may see the dramatic uh, influence on them. Halle Berry, Queen Latifah, James Brown, Carlos Santana, Brandy, Venus Williams, Forrest Whitaker, Smokin' Joe Frazier, okay, Ashe. And that rolls right into Thursday, the 12th, um, 9.45 p.m. Central. We got a Mercury trine Pluto again. We just had Mercury trine Pluto on uh, April the 17th. And since uh, Mercury, just like the sun conjunct Mercury we talked about earlier in the show, this one deals with Mercury trining Pluto. Well, since Mercury is retrograding, it's hitting these alignments up again. We're seeing them multiple times throughout the year. Uh, because of Mercury retrograding. So we're going to hit it here on the 12th of May. We're going to hit it again on the 30th of May, Mercury trining Pluto again. Uh, We're going to hit it again August 10th and September 23rd this year. So multiple opportunities to max out on this energy, but don't take this or any other one for granted, okay? Mercury trining Pluto is is Mercury, communications, travel, messages, all that in the most harmonious flow to power, to transformation, to death and rebirth, okay, Pluto. So asking for favors is highly favorable and ideal under this influence, talking people into things. Our brain is very powerful. If you've listened to me before, you remember this um, interpretation uh, because it's so potent and powerful of an influence, but it can go really bad if you're vibrating low. If you want some old manipulative, some old, you know, trying to be all cunning and deceitful with people, you're going to find out that Pluto favors those that want to uh, have the best uh, scenario for all parties involved, okay? If someone agrees to let you, you know, manipulate their mind, that's one thing, but if you're doing it unbeknownst to them, you're going to find out real quick. Uh, so if you do happen to be involved in sales work, debating, bargaining, or negotiating, then this is perfect energy for that. Um, deals, major purchases like houses and cars, perfect, because you're going to have that mind, to it, that intense mental energy that it takes to win, right, to win the best deal, to win the debate, to win that sale, to win that bargaining or negotiating that you're doing, okay? Um, so you can definitely have a profound influence on others, and you may as, uh, just as easily under this influence around next Thursday late night or and leading up to it. Come on, because it gets stronger as it gets exact there next Thursday night at 945. Uh, someone could have an equally deeply effect on you through some something mercurial, an idea or a plan, okay? Um, and and it could be a time that could uh, denote the beginning of a karmic friendship or a successful partnership. So take note of who you're meeting up with, not in a void moon, of course, uh, but uh, the moon will already have been in Leo at the time of this particular transit, Mercury, Tron, Pluto. And so take note of who you're meeting, who you're drawing into your awareness and attracting to you around this time, especially because it may it could be karmic and it could ha- it could be someone who deeply affects you through mercurial energy, through a conversation you have, through a message you receive or see, okay? 
So keep your eyes and ears peeled for any uh, type of communication coming to you leading up to then. Now Mercury is still retrograde at the time of this alignment, so it could reverse on you. <laughs> it, it, may, it may be someone that kind of drops in on you because Mercury going direct may pull them right back out of your life. You know what I mean? They cut the, um, you know, they say the exes return and all that, but then when it goes direct, they go right on back out. So just keep in mind that you may meet somebody, and it may be temporary. It may just be because they have a message, a powerful message at that for you, a life-transforming message for you. Um, but don't be so clingy about it since Mercury is retrograde because it could very well be temporary, okay? Um Another good thing under this influence um, is serious discussion that may need to be had, uh, the ability to deeply understand things. Um, so this energy is really best applied to research and investigation, uncovering secrets and psychological self-analysis. Um, it's a good time to understand astrology at a deeper level around this time and any obsessive tendencies because Pluto can be obsessive and extreme, okay? Um, if you feel that rising up in you, you can apply the energy to discovery, research, where blocking out background noise is an asset. And it's a good time to consult with or as a psychologist or psychiatrist um, to get a reading of some kind of past life regression. I just um, did my first past life combo um, reading package, and, I mean, the recipient of the uh, the past life uh, combo report package hadn't even had it for 24 hours and was raving about the information and the illumination and 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 how it even brought it made them emotional to to read about I mean it's like 22 pages a combo pack and one of them uh, 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 correlates to Edgar Casey he's instrumental in astrology clearly. Um, is his interpretation, and that's about, I think, 15 pages, and there, then there was another karmic past life, and so I put them together in a combo, and that one was about 22 pages, just all about you and your natal chart and how, as opposed to a normal birth chart report, which I provide, um, this one takes that same birth chart information, but it gives karmic and past life context to it as interpreted by Edgar Casey, highly respected in astrology, uh, clearly transitioned already, um, but the information is still there and available, and I have access to it, so uh, this is a really good time to do that as well. Your mind's going to want to go deep, and it's the perfect climate for getting a reading done or a past life regression uh, to try uh, your hand at dream recall, telepathy, or remote viewing is also favored. And so, yeah, the people that are born under this influence, like Jimi Hendrix, Tina Turner, Alicia Keys, Janet Jackson, Lenny Kravitz, Maya Angelou, Nina Simone, Bobby Brown, they all have access to this really deep, intense energy, but it's... Um, Care must be taken, okay, to do no harm. Uh, if you are going to engage in something like telepathy, make sure it's with a willing partner and it's all good, okay, because it's very easy under this influence for people to brainwash, for people to spread gossip and propaganda um, at both verbal and nonverbal 
levels, okay? So just be mindful, uh, you know, of your own power and how you're wielding it, but be mindful of that very same power in others, okay? Then we come up on here Friday afternoon, 12.02 p.m. Central, we go. We got another void moon here for about another twelve hours. So, there um, Friday afternoon, the moon does not go into the next sign, Virgo, until Saturday early rising. Okay, so from Friday afternoon until basically Saturday midnight, uh, almost one, twelve fifty-two a.m. Uh, the moon is void, okay, y'all, for 13 hours again. So uh, Friday night, you're not going on no first date Friday night, not this coming up Friday night in the week ahead, you're not. Not if you actually want anything to come of it, okay? Um, uh, most interviews are not going to happen on a Friday afternoon, but just make sure you don't do it. Um all the same rules apply that I spoke on before. Definitely the first quarter moon that's coming up on Friday afternoon at 12.02. Oh, it's the first quarter moon. <laughs> it's the first quarter moon aspect that throws the moon into void status. So when that first quarter moon hit, and I told you all I began the show talking about turning the corner and, and utilizing the square to build on and looking at the square as a challenge that you can build on and and utilize to turn a corner with, um, that energy is definitely still going to be in play. So just keep keep everything I said about first quarter moon in mind. Just make sure you're not really starting anything new at a first quarter moon anyway, uh, but just keep in mind the fact that this first quarter moon here next Friday afternoon is what throws the moon into void status until early Saturday rising, okay? Uh, When it comes to first quarter moons, additionally, I would like to add that it can be considered a confrontational um, period. Once again, it is a challenging aspect. It's the 90-degree angle. Um, and problems definitely should be addressed. That That is what could allow you to turn the corner, is addressing problems that come up and show themselves at, at a first quarter moon within you or within the relationships that you have with people around you. Um, once again, laying the foundations of something is favorable at a time like this. Um, not starting something new, but laying foundations, allowing the challenges that come up to help you turn a necessary corner in your way of thinking, in your behavior, um, as it relates to uh, moon phases being uh, correlated or corresponding to planting seasons, uh, the first quarter moon denotes that the plant has passed the initial stages of survival and is now sending down roots, okay? We're having the new moon here coming up on the 6th, and this first quarter moon is on the 13th. And at the new moon or before, however you personally do your moon phases, we're putting the seeds in the soil, right? We done broke up the fallow ground, made the soil ready, put the seeds in. Here at the first quarter moon, it broke, something broke, okay? One of the ideas or intentions we had at the new moon, took it, it, it broke, and, and, it, and now it's taking root here at the first quarter moon. So you can build on that. 
firm, it, it's firmly anchoring its life force at this time, and it's concentrating, just as we should be, our energies in the growth, okay? Um, crisis in action is another way it has been termed, and so the challenge is to manage the energy. The challenge of the first quarter moon is to manage the energy which is released, and then to restructure it into its new form. So if you do meet up with challenge here coming up, it, like I said, in my observation, it never ceases to not happen. Them quarter moons, something challenging is going to occur within ourselves or in our environment. And the energy that is released by this occurrence or awareness or awakening uh, is there for our benefit. We can use that energy to restructure, you know, to turn that corner successfully, to make any necessary changes and turns we need to make. Um, and, and it's there for us to learn how to manage it. There's nothing that comes up that we can't handle. We have Let these five retrograde planets really minister to your spirit that everything you need is in you, Pluto retrograde. You got the power. You got the power to transform. You got the power to die and be reborn again. You so powerful. Mars retrograde. Let that really minister to your spirit that you have the power to act in whatever way you deem necessary to get a job done. You have the, the power to be brave and courageous and soldier on in the face of adversity, let Jupiter retrograde remind you to believe in yourself. You're worth believing in. Yeah, you, the God, the goddess in you is worth believing in. You have inherent power and ability in you to expand, to grow, to develop, to advance. To learn the higher things, not just the base mundane things, not just those things. Let Mercury retrograde remind you that you have the power in you to effectively communicate. You have the power in you to to travel and move around. You don't have to be scared in the Mercury retrograde. Oh, if I'm going somewhere, the plan's not going to go. No, you just have to. Remember that you have the power to have mental faculties that let you plan in advance. Things tend to go haywire. You know, you you ain't thought about getting no tune-up done to your car until a Mercury retrograde happened to force you to look at it. All it's doing, all a retrograde is doing is turning you into yourself. The very thing that you could have been doing when Mercury wasn't retrograde, now the energy is ripe. To, to remind you then of what you could have been doing. I'm looking at retrogrades completely different now, y'all. I, I, I still see the little memes online that, oh, it's a Mercury retrograde, and thank, oh, I'm blaming it on Mercury retrograde, and things been going haywire. The stuff do be happening. I'm not making light of that. It does happen. But as for me and my mama's babies, we are learning to master that thing. We are learning to go in and get introspective about the ways that we're able to be mercurial and 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 be effective. I can effectively plan a trip and don't have to wait till the last minute to do it. I can effectively plan and think out in advance my route or 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 what I have to do this week. 
and then I don't have to be saying up or, or the fact that since it's a Mercury retrograde, I, I should make sure that all my levels are topped off on my car and the necessary maintenance has been done. And that I, come on, y'all. All these retrograde planets are showing us is that we got the juice. We got the juice. It's not outside of us. It's been inside of us the whole time. And while we're sitting up moaning, oh, another planet going with you, oh, it's five planets retrograde. Baby, I had a whole new attitude going into this, and I'm so glad I did. You can go back an episode and two episodes ago and see, hear exactly what my attitude was, and now we're living in it. We're living in the overflow of what happens when you go in, when you go within and rediscover the latent, come on, latent gifts, talents, skills, abilities that were in us the entire time. We sitting up looking into that gum bakery window, and we got all the necessary ingredients to make some hellified cupcakes. Uh-uh. For our eating pleasure, and look, sell or give away the rest. <laughs> So um, this first quarter moon, don't don't let it scare you, okay? Uh, people that happen to be born under a first quarter moon are able to rise to the occasion of any emergency. Come on, this is people that that have the imprint, energetic imprint of a first quarter moon on their entire birth chart, right? So these people are able to rise to the occasion of any emergency. They can make split-second decisions and act on them. They can tear down old structures and recreate new ones. They're the pioneers and the trailblazers, the hero and the heroines. And, uh, you know, the crazier things get, the better they get. And likely they will create conflict in the lives of those entrenched in the status quo around them. And these people are good at working in emergency rooms and driving ambulances. So that ought to give you a real good idea of this first quarter moon energy and what you will have, we will have access to here by transit that some people have natally and experience um, ongoing. So let this opportunity, this challenge that comes to allow you to turn a corner, take it as such, act like you was born under the that gum influence and rise to the occasion. Come on, ain't no challenge that come up that you can't meet. Ain't no uh, nothing that can happen that you don't need but a second to make a decision on and and utilize that energy to tear down your it's coming to help you turn a corner likely in your mind and in your thinking, you're going straight, you're going straight, and here comes this 90-degree angle, a square, a challenge, and now you have to turn a corner. You have to turn a corner. Turn it best and, 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 and make, you know, lemonade. Come on, make some lemonade out of these little lemons like, like our girl, uh, uh, you know, sent out that message, divinely powerful message. People get so distracted on stupid stuff. She had a message, and it's this first quarter moon message, too. Whatever comes up here next Friday, it, even if it, look, y'all, it's the very uh, uh, alignment that throws the moon into void status. So even if it is that bad, ain't nothing going to come up in no way, so you good. <laughs> Let's see, you can find a silver lining in anything if you look, if you're aware. 
um, some people born under a first quarter moon was actually Kanye West, Vanessa Williams, Zoe Kravitz, um, uh, uh, astrologer Rick Levine, Sammy Davis Jr., and Sarah Vaughn and Ruby Dee. So these are some of the people that know how to turn that corner. So, yeah. Um, A little later that afternoon, moon's still void, but Mercury does conjunct Venus. Of course, that's going to be a blissful alignment. Um, It happened last. Um, it happened last August the 6th of last year. So it's been a while, but it's going to happen a couple of more times this year. So we got it here May 13th. It's going to happen again July 16th and as well August the 29th. When transiting Mercury conjuncts Venus, this is the right time to tell somebody you love them. It's all about Mercury, communications, and Venus, love and money. You may get a message about some money as well as a message about some love. You may send a message of love, like telling someone you love them, or uh, 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 I don't know how you send a message about money, but hey. Uh, You're in touch uh, at a time like this with Mercury conjuncting Venus with what you love about a person, and so that makes you more easily able to express this at this time than maybe other times. So you're really able to show your appreciation for someone through a gift, yeah, that's how you can send a message of money. Um, uh, you, sending a message through an actual object of possession of some value, giving that to somebody or some other display of love. Um, there's an equal chance that you could be receiving such a message or a gift as well as giving it. Um, and it also can come in the form of appreciation, just somebody appreciating you in a particular way. And um, you can receive a compliment, a letter, invitation to somewhere, a gift, or even um, artistic and creative. Venus is also the beauty and the art, so artistic and creative skills could be enhanced. Um, you could possibly enjoy making something with your hands, your voice, such as poetry, music, craft. Um, and trading and negotiating are also favored because you're talking about the communications with that money. And so because of smoother communication style and an eye bargain, you could see that flourish. Um, you could find peaceful settlements to disputes. Um, that's Venus softening or having a harmonious influence on communications and travel and things of that nature. Um so uh, peaceful settlements to disputes, being confident about signing contracts, it's a good alignment to sign a contract under. You know, uh, Mercury is retrograde, but, hey, if you had to sign a contract in a Mercury retrograde, do it. Well, shoot, the moon going to be void, though. What would I recommend to somebody? Mm-mm-mm. That's a tough one. <laughs> The moon is void, Mercury is retro, but Mercury is lining up with Venus. I wouldn't do it at this one. I would wait. It's going to happen again on July 16th. I would do it then. I wouldn't do it May 13th. If it can wait, I would wait. If it can't wait, absolutely, irrevocably, please have some a professional eye scrutinize whatever contract. If you just have to make that move uh, while Mercury is not direct, uh, please have somebody scrutinize that document, okay? And then with that, uh, we got there um, Friday night before 
But yeah, it is Friday night before the moon finally enters Virgo, Saturday rising. Uh, we've got Venus trying Pluto, okay? Uh, Venus already, yeah, Venus trying Pluto last October 23rd of last year is hitting uh, here on May 13th, and it'll hit again August 17th. When Venus trying Pluto, that's the love and the money again, in the most harmonious aspect to the transformation and the death and the rebirth, the intensity, the extremes. So that you see right there, it could go a whole bunch of ways, uh, you know, but it's the easiest flow of, of, of energy. So make sure it's the highest vibration and ways that you're manifesting it um, because on the low end, it could be the easiest flow of energy on some BS. Um but Pluto definitely, Venus Charm Pluto definitely adds intensity and passion to our relationships and those things which bring us joy and satisfaction. We can feel more deeply about loved ones and especially our partners. So it's a really good time for intimate relations due to our highly increased, extremely increased desire for love and affection here coming up next Friday evening. And so leading up to that, if you see yourself kind of becoming obsessed or extreme or intense about love feelings, money feelings, uh, appreciative feelings, um, uh, this is why. Um, You could definitely enjoy a mysterious type of sexual attractiveness that has a karmic pull. Um, This increases your odds of finding a a new romance at this time. Um, New relationships now would be very intense indeed and may involve an affair or some other complication. It is, of course, very likely that any new relationship could be long-term, though the level of intensity would likely subside over time. Obsessions and fascinations are possible under this influence of Venus trining Pluto, not only in relationships, though. I told you Venus is the love and the money. So the finances should be in good enough order to allow for some luxury items. You may be drawn to a particular style of fashion, cosmetics, jewelry, tattoo. We're talking intense and extreme here, y'all. This is a good time for decorating your home or office if you are the artistic or creative type then this transit is ideal for being alone and getting busy. Um, With Pluto, you can get real intense and obsessive. So if you're being intense and obsessive about beauty, about decorating, about art, about making money, you see what I'm saying? This is where you can vibe high with it. Um, Money could be an issue now, in which case you may feel compelled to research wealth creation schemes. Once again, Pluto is real good for researching, okay? If you're going to be obsessive about something, you could put it into that good use, researching wealth creation schemes or to choose a good investment. You can turn a big profit under an influence like this, and your motivation is pure to bring joy and comfort to yourself and most importantly to your loved ones. Like I said, if you're fooling with Pluto, Make sure all parties involved are benefiting, not just you, okay? And then we just end the week off uh, with the moon entering Virgo there, uh, early Saturday rising, 12.52 a.m. Central. Um, Virgo's a mutable earth sign, so, 
you know, it's a good energy to adapt and be flexible if you need to change something up. If you're still reeling from that first quarter moon and you've turned a corner, this is good energy to kind of keep that flow going of, of recognizing, realizing, and getting comfortable with any necessary changes that the first quarter moon has caused you to have to make, okay? Um, the mood is kind of geared toward being productive. You know, Virgo is another earth sign. Earth signs are about getting it done, trust me. And so we could feel their early Saturday rising uh, probably for the next day or two that we want to get some stuff done. You know, now that we're realizing we got to change some stuff, we we ready to go. Let's go on and change it. Since, since I have to turn this corner anyway, might as well get about the business of being busy about this here change, making little adjustments, minor tweaks here and there, clearing out, refining, purging, detoxing, organizing, all those things are favored under a Virgo moon. We're emotionally satisfied to improve ourselves, okay? Uh, any task that requires patience and focus on details, that's Virgo. That's where Jupiter has been retrograde this whole time. So we'll, we'll be satisfied to scrutinize some stuff under this. Make sure you don't get nitpicky and, you know, annoying people around you. But, um you can really get in a groove, a zen-like groove under this influence and just get some stuff done. Mundane tasks that you normally don't like to do go real easy. You ain't even tripping on no household chores, what you got to do for the babies. They don't seem laborious at all. You want to be working under this influence, and you want to see that you want to be working because you want to get real earthy with it. Earth signs produce. Earth signs, we're having a grand earth trine right now. It's all about manifesting things you can see, touch, taste, smell here physically, right? And so this earth moon being an earth sign, even at the end of next week, it is more of the same. We want to see signs of tangible effort. Um, moon in Virgo favors big tasks because you are scrutinizing and detail-oriented, and you can um, anything time-consuming and requiring concentration, um, like gardening, weeding, pruning, decluttering, cleaning closets or other storage areas, catching up on chores, all good. Virgo is an earth sign, but it's ruled by Mercury. And so anything mental is also going to be favorite. Mental puzzles, games, um, reading satisfies that active Virgo mind. Virgo wants to get something done, okay? Um, and then the conversations tend to be uh, full during a Virgo moon of everyday analysis of events and people. That's so funny. One of the Virgos I know, they really do stay up on the everyday analysis of events and people like the news. Like, I mean, they they can tell you everything that's going on with every. So, um, but there, these people also are tend to be critical and fault finding. And so um practical solutions come under a Virgo moon and it's easier, like I said, to break goals down into steps. Maybe you turn the corner there at the first quarter moon and you realize, you know what, I'm gonna have to do something completely different than what I've been doing and it's gonna take a, a big you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a big undertaking. Well there as of Saturday rising you have access to some really great mental energy that'll allow you to help you break it down into bite-sized chunks and the manageable steps. Anybody can eat an elephant if they do it one bite at a time. I do not condone eating elephants, by the way. That is just an analogy that seems to fit. Bear with me. Um, 
Um, I do see we have somebody on the line. Thank you for holding. Um, caller from the 229 piece. You're live on the air with Mama Dada. Hello. Yes, this is Melvin. Melvin, why does your name sound so familiar? Melvin, I've been wondering about you. <laughs> I'm not that right. tell, me, tell me that you're still in your place. Yes, I am. Come yes, on, I tell am. that working on that next, uh, latest greatest employment opportunity. Well, I have a I have another job. I tried. Um, I talked to the head coach. Actually, he called me today, um, and uh, he said the woman. <clears throat> excuse me. He said the, he asked the woman, Sabrina, uh, superintendent, and asked uh, Todd Mobley. The uh, principal of the high school, and uh, he wanted me. The coach wanted me, but he said she said no. And I said, well, he didn't give no. Ex- she didn't give no explanation, and he said no. But he told me to just come out and just watch him practice. He he said he don't know what's going on. And, that's all right. And I just that's that's what I wanted to ask you. Why this been going on for about maybe ten, twelve years? Every year I've, I've been trying to get back. The kids and the families and the community want me back out there. But this woman, Sabrina Borkins Evans, uh, she is uh, she's not going to be there. Uh, um, they gave her a one-year extension. After next year this time, she'll be gone. And I thank Todd Mobley, the principal, which I coached with back in the 90s. And I, I'm like, what did I do wrong? What is it they don't like me, they don't want me out there? Well, what is it? Well, let me stop you right there, Melvin, because that is what your five retrograde planets lesson is here to tell you, and that's what kept coming up in my spirit before you even got finished real good. Number one is right. that delay, delay is not denial. Clearly, you have energies there available to you that are very much so on your side, even in the face of this woman telling you no, you got somebody saying, but what she said, you come over here with me, you come on with me. And you don't know what is working behind the scenes. These retro, these retrograde energies mimic the 12th house of everything hidden, everything we can't see that's going on in the background, beneath the surface, in the spirit realm. And I want you to change your vocabulary about what could be wrong with you and why this, that, and the third. You let this time introspection right get right. you on the path of of speaking something higher about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Everything. What you should start asking yourself: What's right with you? And building up an energy and an aura in and around you that where you when you walk through the school or wherever this facility is, or people think uh-huh. you already work there. People think you already are somebody up there because you know you somebody. And and expand your horizons. If this is really what you want, keep keep pushing and keep yeah. waiting. Yeah. Keep waiting, and while you're waiting, building yourself and your energy up, but also be open to expanding that maybe 
it's somewhere better and higher for you to be that you're just not even looking at. Either way way it goes, being introspective, especially here for the next five days um, before Jupiter turns direct, I want you to just go within and I want you to build yourself up to where you believe it. Get up in the morning, look in that mirror, say five things that's so wonderful, awesome, and amazing about you and how wonderful the day is going to be and everything that's coming to you that day and take it from there. Uh, We've connected, I believe, via email, so make sure that you stay connected with me if you you would like to go deeper into some other services that will provide some other insights. But in the meantime and in between time, know that Mama Donna is so proud of you (laughs) that you're not giving up and you're obviously doing something right. You said the last time I talked to you, you were possibly being evicted and you're still in your place. So I'm happy that you're on the path. You're obviously feeling more powerful. You sound more powerful than you did when I talked to you last. So keep it up, Melvin. Thank you for checking in and updating us on what's been going on. We're happy for you. Okay, thank you very much, because I I started work, uh, because I was out of work, too, and I just started a job at Walmart. I work at night, and uh, I'm caught up with with my rent. I'm caught up. I know that's uh, right. Powerful man. Yeah, it's just, you know, I'm just so eager to get back on the football field, and it's not the new coach. I sat down with him. This guy treated me like he we've been knowing each other for twenty years, you know. So uh, he was he he want me there, you know, because you know even this morning he talked to me and said, "Come on out and watch his practice because they they're just doing a ten day practice session uh, for right now." And I'm gonna go out there today and and, and see what they're doing and, and and maybe I can bump into her, but. Uh, I, I know I belong there. I really yeah, and I know. Clearly, I really know I belong there in a year. So clearly, it's not about her. You take your eyes off no. of her. You don't need to bump into her. You don't need to run into her. You don't need to think about her. You need to go within and know that you know that you know that position or any other position that that you have been inspired to want is yours to have. That's why you've given the desire for it. I, I must um, check in with one more caller before I close the show today, but thank you once again for checking in with me. Please do stay connected, and we will talk again soon, hopefully even better news next time, right? <laughs> okay, it will. I, I will uh, send you an email, and I, I want to talk to you offline. Yes, stay, and the last thing, stay appreciative. Even the guy bringing you in and allowing you to come on the field, be act like that was it. You know, that was the yeah. key to you getting, and just appreciate it like that was everything. And I'm just telling you, it's going to keep coming, Melvin. Mark my words, okay? Talk to you again okay. real soon. Peace. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. All right, caller from the 901, you're live on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. Good morning, peace. This is Lenise. This is who? Lenise. Lenise, I don't think I've spoken with you before. Um, Thank you for calling in. Yeah, this is my first time. I've listened to your show a lot. It's very informative. I love it. I have a a quick (laughs) question. 
I have a quick question. My birthday is July 5th, 1963, and I am involved with someone whose birthday is July 2nd, which is very close to my birthday. What do you think about astrologically two people with being so close together with their birth charts? Do you think that's like a workable relationship, or is it twin flamish? Or just what do you well, think about that? <laughs> That only points to you guys as sun signs. You would both be sun sign cancers. Um, mm-hmm. And so that that's like one-twelfth of the equation, if that. You know, there's so many things to consider. Um, but even yeah. with that, it just doesn't give me a lot. I wouldn't utilize that information alone. I actually do um, composite compatibility and uh, synastry compatibility report packages for people, and that breaks it down so it can forever and consistently be broken down to where however we plan it in your chart impacts his, however we plan it in his chart impacts yours, and that really will break down a lot of the energy. And if it's even, I've looked at some people's synastry and composite, and it's just like, I mean, y'all can make it. It's just going to be a lot of work on both of y'all's parts as it relates to being committed. That's what it always comes down to. I don't care what's in your chart is are you each individually committed to whatever it takes to make the relationship work, whatever's in the chart, you know? So That makes uh, sense. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Exactly. That's the way I feel. But I had an astrologer to tell me without even looking at our birthdays, that it was a no because we're too much alike. And we wow. and I've come to find that we are very much alike, but he likes that, and I like it too because it Come makes on. things a lot better. <laughs> and y'all are cancers. Y'all, y'all, you can't go by that. And that was, um, I, I've had a couple of people call up here and tell me what some other astrologers have said. Um I like being able to have access to the reports and really going deep because right. we can get me too. I don't see how someone to yeah. Yeah, yeah we can have enough information to say all of that, I think. Yeah. And I would love to have the whole chart. Exactly. Exactly. I would love to take a look at that for you if you're interested, feel free to do the one click email access to me and we can jump on that. But I really appreciate Lenise is it? Yes, Lenise. And what is your email that I could contact you at? Um, It's in the episode description. Let me see which one I have here. Um, It should just be the Mama Dada Astrology at – actually, go ahead and email mama at mamadadaastrology.com. Mama at mamadadaastrology.com. M-A-M-A-D-A-D-A? Uh huh. Okay. Mama and Mama, Mama Dada Astrology. Yes, yes. And I would okay. love to. Con- Thank you, Anissa. I appreciate the compliment. Thank you for listening. Um, it's just, it just, it amazes me because I think, I know that what I have to say and talk about is invaluable, but just, it yes. speaks about you guys as listeners that you would even be interested when there's something you involve yourself with 
So thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your energy with me. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, put you back on hold, and I'm just going to wrap up the show. Thank you. Thank you. Of another episode of Your Week Ahead. I love y'all. Stay connected to my astrology coach. I'm headed to the beach. Peace. <laughs>